0: To Designers Unfiltered, the podcast that's all about empowering, educating, and inspiring you to build your very own profitable interior design business. I'm Court.
1: And I'm Riss. Together, we will uncover insider tips and tricks and explore the untold stories of other successful designers. We are here to entertain, educate, and unpack the industry's best kept secrets.
0: Designers Unfiltered is your go to podcast for leveling up and living your best
1: interior designer life. Welcome back. Hi. Alrighty, here we are, episode two. We have made it. Uh, today we're going to be talking about launching your interior design career and just what we would deem to be the essential first steps. Yes. The essential steps.
0: The very essential steps.
1: Yeah. In our opinion. In our, <laughs> in our opinion. <laughs> um, number one. So number one is Controversial. Um, and we got asked this a fair bit. So we thought, why not talk about it? Why Rip not? the bandaid off. It's something that we agree with. But if you don't, you know, it's your opinion. Um, Yeah, Court, what is it? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just
0: put it over to me. Um, qualifications. So qualifications. Have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, super important. Um, you know, I think it's like... Especially in our industries, so there's so many willy-nilly, what I like to call them, willy-nilly <laughs> designers <laughs> well, I can't even. out there <laughs> um, who just, you know, say they've done one house renovation and now they're an interior designer. Yep. So, that's fair enough. Obviously, those people have a passion for design, but I think it's like taking the next steps and going, okay, this is what I want to do. Now, I need to actually go to design school or whatever sort of diploma program or bachelor program that you want to do. Um, there's so many
1: yeah. now. And like, just quickly step back in one second. I mean, if you renovate your own house and love it, that's okay. Just don't be like, I'm now an interior designer. Like there's that level.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, there's definitely a fine line there. Yeah. And like, there's so many people that can like, it's like you're just born with an eye. Yeah. For style and fashion and design and you're just a creative person. So there are so many people that can like easily renovate their homes. um, But that doesn't mean that they want to become an interior designer. But I think it's like the fine line where then they think that they are one. um, And then they start working in the field and doing other people's houses, but they're not qualified to do so. God, that's, imagine not that lawsuits. That's the fine line, I think. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. like, there's some people out there that are like, you don't need to be qualified. Like, anyone could jump into this profession, blah, 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 which, honestly, I don't agree with. So. Yeah, we disagree <laughs> with that. Um, I think it's really important because you go to school and you learn the, like, foundation de- design mm. and you learn, like, important things that you actually need to know, like building codes and how to use certain programs and all of these things that are really important that you'll find really useful within your career, and I think it's like because I'm from Canada, it's a very regulated industry. Yeah, it's so different to here in Australia. It's so different, and I think that's probably why I have like such a strong view on this. Like, <laughs> especially like I mean, I went to school for four years. It was like the hardest four years of my life. It's pretty intense, but um that's
1: crazy because mine was too.
0: well that's what i mean there's so many programs even here there's so many different programs but there it's very regulated so like you have to have a bachelor's degree so like we would consider that like a university degree in design um where you go very in depth into the knowledge and programs and all of that kind of stuff um you cannot call yourself an interior designer until you do your exams which can take ages like up to Mm -hmm. like six, seven years after you've actually graduated and you've started working in the industry. So if you're actually out there calling yourself an interior designer without being licensed, you can get charged. So it's like being a lawyer or a doctor or an architect or like any of these things. Like it's a highly qualified profession. So I think here, because there is a lot of, I don't know, like a misconception around the what profession and what we actually yeah. do, I think that
1: it's a bit insulting. I agree. Because I mean imagine calling yourself an architect and then go designing something completely for someone else yeah and you weren't even qualified
0: because again it's sort of like the misconception in the industry of like what do interior designers actually do like you can probably go ask some random person on the street do you know what interior designer does and they'll go oh you pick pillows yeah, you <laughs> you pick a colour. Yeah, you you would like pick the rug in my house. Like yeah. no. I mean so yes, we can mocked. I can do that for you, but that's not my job and that's not what we do. Yeah. And I think what we do is like so much greater than that and I think like we need to show people how valued we should be. Yeah. In the profession. So I think that's like the step one, like you need to be qualified, you need to be know what you're talking about. Um and I think that should honestly be something that's across the board i Absolutely. honestly think like eventually because interior design is becoming so popular now um they will start to bring in some regulations with that so
1: yeah and i think as well like so many of us as interior designers are qualified and put in all this hard work and years of dedication and then you know got this chick over here who's just renovated a house and comes on in and goes oh i can do what you can do yeah again i find it insulting yeah i I get really like (laughs) oh my god
0: anyways that's just our opinion on that um and we rambled on
1: about that for a little bit
0: (laughs) i could keep going if you want but no yeah step two of the essential steps is once you have your qualification or during like you're in school um Look for a mentor, look for someone that you can sort of buddy up with who already has a design business um, or works in the industry that can really sort of like take you under their wing and show you the ropes.
1: Yeah, I think it's super important to have someone with you. I mean, we have each other and like we're super grateful for that. But at the same time, when we first started our business, I reached out to so many So many designers and I guess one thing to point out is like our industry is super secretive. So find those mentors who are willing to give you their time and, you know, knowledge of about things in the industry for you as well. Like at the end of the day, no one else can be you. So what's the point of keeping it a secret? Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I mean, look, you guys are going to learn a lot from us on this podcast (laughs) so you need to stay tuned sharing is caring (laughs) yeah I think finding a mentor is probably really crucial to like your success yeah because you can learn all this stuff in school but actually implementing it into your business or just like your if you don't even want to own your own business but you want to work in the industry doing something else like you still need knowledge on how to be successful within those roles and the best way to learn that is to have people around you who have already done it yeah and hands-on experience too like why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. Um, Number three, obviously work in the industry. Oh, that's a good segue. (laughs) I didn't even mean to do that. (laughs) (laughs) To gain some good experience. So very important, even when you're in school, like try and get a part-time job or, you know, something that's actually in the industry where you're gaining real life experience and product knowledge and all of these other things. And, building your contact list.
1: Yeah. And we get emails all the time asking for work experience. So do it. Email whoever you feel as though you want to talk to and be aligned with and, yeah, see how you go. Yeah. Well, I think it's like one of those things like you need
0: to ask the question. Otherwise, like, what's the worst that they're going (laughs) to say no, And then you go and ask someone else. So it's really important. You need to start working in the industry as soon as possible, as soon as you can to start gaining the knowledge that you can put behind you when you do open your own business or whatever you choose to do. But that is really important and something that you
1: need to be doing. Yeah. I mean, like, knowledge and experience goes hand in hand. Both of them are going to help, you know, mold you into being the career-driven person that you want to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I always think, like, back, like, I don't know, say, like, five
0: years ago, my level of knowledge... Like back then compared to now, I'm like, what were you even doing? Yeah, like you know, it's so funny looking back, but you learn as you go, and you we're forever learning, and so will you. So, you There's just need to stuff jump now in now that we're
1: learning about. Mm. But, I mean, the industry like our industry changes literally all the time. Yeah, you'll, so
0: you'll always be learning, but you need to make sure that you're on top of it. Yeah, um, and, and ask you have, questions. Yeah, you have the context to help you with that knowledge yeah so and last one. Ooh, your
1: Ooh. why <laughs> what is your why i feel like that's a really big important question to be asking yourself before you even start the business like why are you wanting to become an interior designer why do you want to start your interior design business like why courtney why yeah <laughs> i think yeah it's such for a- us it's yeah like we obviously want to see our clients visions come to life and like watching that process we're very big on helping people and by helping people we do that through our designs yeah I mean again I feel
0: like this is I don't know I feel like it's very black and white you're either as a designer you're either fully committed and super passionate about it and it feels like you're not working yeah because you love it so much and I feel like if you aren't if that isn't your why and you're not in that mindset You probably will never be successful, (laughs) but no, truly, no. But that's like anything in life. Yeah, if you don't love it and you don't want to wake up every day and go and do it, you're not going to put in the effort. You're not like it's just not going to happen.
1: And I mean, of course, you're going to have bad days, but it doesn't matter because everything else outweighs it. Mm.
0: And I've interior design such like a specified niche, like it's very specific. So you need to like Mm. be very passionate about it. And it's actually funny, like when I started school. It was a very small program. Like, they they only accepted, I think they accepted, like, 55 students. So, it was very, like, selective of how you got in. And I think by the end of the fourth year, there was about 12 of us. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, I think that's, like, a a good example of, like, if you don't love it, you just won't do it. Yeah, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. (laughs) And honestly, like, I guess, like, back to, like, what is your why? Our why, and I think, like, every designer's why is this in my opinion is that just gonna be what i said before <laughs> yeah. but
1: now you're saying it
0: <laughs> no it's like you do it well yeah, yeah but i'm do it gonna, I'm gonna love explain it, it better oh, you do it because okay. you love it yeah but my why i love it like i could do it all day all night like and not even like it doesn't feel like work
1: no i freaking frost like when
0: people are like what are your hobbies i'm like
1: work design <laughs> design <laughs>
0: interior design my partner's like that's not a hobby i'm like he's like that's your work i'm like yeah but i love it so it's basically a hobby it's like i'm just making money to do it but no like your why is your clients and like the transformation that you're giving them and like Mm. being able to visualize what the space will look like and knowing that that's the right direction and getting your clients to trust you and then when they come in and see it and it's like their reaction. Yeah,
1: their faces, it's everything. And you've
0: seen your vision come to life. That yep. is the why.
1: It is the why. I think
0: that's the why for the whole industry.
1: Well, that's definitely for us at least. Anyway. For everyone. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, that is your why. <laughs>
1: Hands down. You've had it here first. That's what Courtney has said. But
0: yeah, I feel like if that all sort of resonated with you, then you're probably on the right track. Yeah, agreed. And if it didn't, then you need to really question what your why is
1: right oh yeah why are you I- laughing right <laughs> because i'm looking at your face right now and it's just very like and that's what you must do <laughs> anyways that but is yes, all. i agree with all of that and i mean make sure you're qualified <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> just so you know you need to be qualified but yeah. no that that's all we have for you those are very essential steps those are like the basics once we have those locked in you know, we can dive a bit deeper into what you really need to be doing, but those are like your starting points. Um, and you need to do those and yeah, we'll jump in in the next couple episodes of like some really specific things, but yeah, Yeah. that's it.
1: If you guys love that episode, subscribe, like it, save it, share it, share it, share (laughs) it to
0: all of your designer friends. Everyone needs to know about this. Um, and yeah, tune in for next week. So excited. Bye. Bye. Bye.